Hello? Hello? Feels so weird doing this sometimes because I'm like, hello, hello used to just be our normal everyday thing, but now it's like our trademark. Back in the heyday when we would call each other, we'd always be like, hello, hello? And now we don't even do that anymore because it's just like the podcast thing. I know. Isn't that so weird, Chloe? Ugh, I miss you so much. That's what I wanted to start this episode with is just how much I miss you. It's been almost three months since we've seen each other. That's like the longest we've gone since we've known each other. I know. When I was making that sad, sappy TikTok about you, most of the clips that I put in there were just me and you like literally hanging out super low key. Nothing was going on. Like either me and you you sitting on my lap in a chair or us sitting on a bed or us at like my parents dinner table and I was just like damn it I miss that like Same. just the like I don't even I miss that way more than I miss doing like crazy concerts or going out to like parties or having like drinking nights like no I just miss being able to lay in a bed next to you silently for hours and be like oh my god look Look at this crazy TikTok I just found or whatever you know just I know the simple the simple things those are what you really you look back and you realize that the little things really were the big things. I just had to say I miss you so much and I know we'll be together soon, but soon isn't soon enough. Like seriously, I tell Mitchell all the time. In fact, I just told him last night or maybe it was during lunch today. Next time we move, where Garrett is, is going to be a factor in the move. Oh, it's no doubt in my mind. Wherever I move like, next, we'll be next to you. From now on, three hours apart, driving is the max I can do. Max. I need to be able to drive to you in a day if in I need day. to. In a day. Yeah. Yeah. I need to be able to have a mental breakdown and be at your house within a five-hour window maximum. Max. Like, we got to get this figured out. It's yeah. just not working for me. It's not working. I don't know what possessed what us to possessed think that it was going to work. This? Well, besides missing each other, Chloe, what have you been up to, babes? Nothing. That's it. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. <laughs> no, I have had a freaking run for my money lately and Garrett knows all about it and I'm not going to get too deep into it because it's just like, ugh, just like negative stuff and I'm trying to push it out of my mind. But let's start in chronological order. So I finally got to go to the doctor last Friday and I got medicated. Hallelujah. My, it was a brand new doctor because obviously I'm in a new place and she listened to my lungs and she was just like, look, I'm going to give it to you straight. Like this sounds really bad. Your lungs sound like crap. Like I have never needed an inhaler in my entire life. And she gave me a prescription for one. And she was like, call back and let me know if you need another one. I think you're going to like, I think I might be asthmatic now or something. Like, oh, wow. I don't, it was really bad. I got a steroid pack. I got amoxicillin got my burn cream for my hand because I also burnt my severely burnt my hand the night before I can't remember if I even mentioned that on the last podcast or not but burnt my hand so I got some burn cream which actually did wonders like honestly that stuff is like magical because twice I got two different big blisters from this burn and the first one was big on my middle finger and the night that it I got the burn cream. I put it on all my fingers. And when I woke up, that blister was literally just gone. Oh my gosh. Like, literally just gone. Like no trace of it. You can't even see where it was. And then last night there was a giant blister on that finger and you can't even see anything. And it was like literally fat and puffy and now it's gone. So that stuff is some good stuff. She gave me a three pack. So, I mean, I'm set for life. I can get burned as much as I want to now. Oh, wow. Some magic cream. <laughs> some ointment. <laughs> 
But um, on my way to get my prescriptions and some soup to feel better, I got into a car accident and potentially totaled my car. It was very stressful. I definitely went into shock because, I mean, it wasn't as bad of a wreck as, like, you might be thinking. It really wasn't bad. Nobody was hurt, thank God. But I went into shock because of the fact that I literally ran out of my house. It was supposed to be a five-minute trip. I told my dog I was going to be right back. It just, like, those things always happen when you really least expect them. And that's why I was so shocked. It wasn't like, oh, my God, my body's being in shock because I just got into a horrible, horrible accident. It was because, no, I was actually in shock being like, what the fuck just happened? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is the last thing I need to deal with right now. So I was in shock and awe. Shock and awe. L-O-L. Chloe, I cannot imagine going through that, dude. Like... I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. So when I got this news, my heart was truly broken. First off, thank God Chloe's safe and the person involved was safe, but it just sucks. And like Chloe knows now too, like she's going through it, but like just dealing with all the aftermath is worse than the actual wreck. Just like, it's not just a one and done thing. It's days, it's money, it's time. And it's just like, dude, what? Like you said, the, like you were just going out to do something quick and like now it's going to affect months of your life like it's just a shitty situation and like I just wouldn't wish that on you and I'm so sorry that happened oh and it just is like a pain in your ass not having a car because sometimes I forget that I don't have one and I'll be like literally grab my stuff and walk outside and then I'm like you thought thought. (laughs) and honestly I just want to say now for the whole pod too um right after I got into the wreck so it was like really scary and freaky getting into a wreck in a new place without your parents like nobody was with me Mitchell was like 30 minutes away in downtown so like it just sucked being totally alone I'm like I don't even know what road I'm on like I don't know where I am yet so that just like added another level of stress to it and so I didn't really call anyone at the scene of the crime the scene of the accident except for Mitchell because I wanted him I needed him to come and pick me up because my car got towed And I called my parents because I still get my auto insurance through them. So I needed to like discuss what were the next steps. And after all of that was done, I got into the car with Mitchell and he was taking me home and I was like, okay, I need to tell Garrett what happened. Like, obviously he's my best friend, like in the world, he has to know what's going on. So I call him and I'm already crying. Like I'm already just like pissed off, stressed, in shock, like overwhelmed. And plus, I like I'm just not the type of girl. I get so nervous around cops. I don't like to be around cops. So like that whole thing just had me so jittery. And every single other person at the scene of this incident was a grown adult, full adult male. And I'm this like 24 year old girl who's never gotten a car towed before and had no idea what was going on. So I'm just freaking out. I call Garrett. He answers and I can hear Jared's in the car with him. So I'm like, okay, it's just Garrett and Jared in the car. They're probably going out to dinner or something, but I have to tell him. And like Jared needs to know too. So like, whatever, I'll just let it all out. So I let it all out and I start crying and I'm like, Garrett, I got into a wreck. My car got towed. It's totaled. (laughs) And then I realized that Kathy and Brad, Garrett's grandparents are in the car also because in the midst of all of this, I forget that they're visiting and... I just ruined the whole vibe of the whole car ride for them. <laughs> and I felt so bad. But honestly, like, just hearing all of their voices being like, oh, my God, well, the main thing is this, that you're okay. The man involved in the accident is okay. Like, everyone, everything's going to be fine. Things can be replaced. Like, 
even though it was very impromptu timing and it was not so good for you guys because you were trying to enjoy your evening. It made me feel better getting to talk to like four of my favorite people in one and just getting some of that comfort and reassurance. But I do apologize for putting a damper on your evening. No, you know, Kathy, she wanted to know all the details and she was just checking in on you like every two hours. She was like, have you heard from Chloe? Is Chloe okay? I was like, yes, grandma. I've talked to Chloe. She's fine. She's like just trying to relax. But I know what are those because we all answered. I was like, Chloe, like, oh, like, we're so excited. And she's like, hello. <laughs> I was like, dang it. Because I heard Garrett and Jared and I'm like, oh, they're excited because it's a Friday night. So they're just out like having a good little time. I just forgot all about it. <laughs> Don't you but worry. It's, you know, I'm really regretting now not getting out of the car and being like, ah, my neck. My neck. Oh. Severe back pain. Oh. <laughs> But anyways, so for today and for now on, I'm trying to push out the negativity, be hopeful. I'm either going to get my car fixed or I'm going to get a new car. Money will come and go. I am trying to do those money affirmations like money comes easily to me. Exactly. It, it finds me. So I'm not even worried about it because it's all going to work out. And I'm just trying to trick my brain into that because we've talked about it before. Like I do struggle from anxiety. so. If I let myself, I will slip into like a hole about this. Yeah. So I'm trying really hard to focus on other things. And one of those other things that I'm focusing on is my bestie pop girly girl, Tori, is coming to town tomorrow night. And I can't wait to see her. And I'm trying to get things ready, trying to get the apartment, you know, clean and tidy for her. And I just can't wait to see her and get to hang out and Again, that's another positive thing that I can use to put this accident out of my mind. I'm so jealous. I love Tori. You guys are going to have so much fun taking on Austin. And I cannot wait to see all the videos and photos. And it's going to be able to get your mind off of all of this and just kind of take a break from it, see Tori, and just have some girl time. It's going to be so much fun. Don't mess with Texas. Don't mess with Texas. <laughs> oh, but yeah I'm really excited to see her and I think it'll be really good and really fun and you know what's crazy too Garrett that I was thinking about I have known Tori almost like within a few days almost as long as I've known you I know that's crazy that's I've insane. been friends friends with you longer because Tori listens so she will know and she will appreciate the shade Tori hated me at first. She was like, who is this hot new bitch coming into my school? Like, in the boy that I like, like, screw her, get out of here. And like, we've talked about it, T. Like, I'm sorry that I showed up and that he thought that I was cute, but like, now we know the truth is that, like, he wasn't anyone we were trying to mess with anyway. Anyway, so. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, anyway, anyway, but it's just so funny that, like, it's not funny, like, haha, but it's funny, like, hmm that I've known her almost as long as I've known you. And out of Georgia, you, Tori, and then Jenna, which Jenna is like a byproduct friend of you because you and Jenna come as a package team. Like those are my three girls from Georgia that I've known the longest. Like you're some of my longest friends I've ever had in my life. And it's just so cool to me that I got to meet you guys through high school and then stay friends with you through college, I feel like for the first time in my life, I can actually confidently say like you guys are friends for life because I met you once I was like going through formative years and stayed friends with you after some of that was formed. You know, I think I have right now like three or four friends for life and I am so happy and comfortable with that number. 
like that's all I need and you guys are true true friends who really know me and I've seen like the good the bad and the ugly so that's so crazy you said that Chloe because literally on my drive to work today I was like you know what my core group is small but it's a strong core that I can rely on through anything and I was also thinking like how this came in my head I was like what if I got famous like how would I change but I was like I have such a solid group. I don't need anything more. I wouldn't want to branch off and have a big friend group because right now I have something so solid and I've known these people for so long. I'm good with what I have for like best friends, like lifelong friends because it's so rare where you meet people that are in your life for over a decade and like friendships or like relationships, you have to put effort and time into them and care about them and want them to succeed. Both ways. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a, a constant effort to put in so i'm so happy that we made it and like you said our group is small but i wouldn't want it any other way it's always a big group of love happy and family. i i love and it and it also it makes it so much cooler when you do have that super small friend group because it's like weddings or birthdays or anniversaries like those events where you guys all come together you all actually know each other yeah and there's none of the mingling and socializing and small talk bullshit that none of us like anyways and I just want to go off of what you said. Like, if any of us get famous, let's talk about the scenario where Gary gets famous and I'm still just a normal old housewife at home. Like, I know that Garrett could send me a private jet to pick me up to go meet me where he is. And then we'd get there and it would still be the old me and Garrett doing whatever we want to do, being silly. He'd still, if I suggested something that he didn't want to do, he'd be like, I can't do that. I'm broke. Because that's just his go-to. <laughs> Like, I just know that nothing would change there and it would be the same. Or if anything else, he'd be like, bitch, you're coming out with me. You're not wearing that. Let's get you something to wear or something <laughs> like, you know, like it would just be so, so Honestly, fun. I can't wait for that day for one of us, any of us, both of us, EFBF babes on the road. I mean, that's obviously like happening, but I'm just saying like someone else or like, you know, whatever, like something unexpected. Exactly. You're right. No, I get that. Totally. I totally agree. And we're just manifesting which actually today is the day of the blue supermoon. So today is actually one of the most powerful days that you can manifest things. So I'm glad you brought that up because manifest whatever you want to today and be serious about it because today's the day where you're actually gonna see some positive change. Today's the day, I'm excited, I'm manifesting. Except I won't be able to see the blue supermoon because it's cloudy here because of the hurricane drama. We'll get into that. I was about to say it was good to hear everything that you're up to, but you had a pretty rough week. So let's hope for some positive weeks, some easier, more relaxing weeks for our girl, Chloe. It's going to be great. As soon as Tori gets here, I feel like that's going to like really give me a whole new pep in my step. But what have you been up to, Garrett? Because one thing I kind of like spilled already part of your woo woo and part of your tea. But I want to know how things went down and how things went when your grandparents came to visit. So, as everyone knows, Kathy is my actual, like, favorite person on this planet, my grandma, and she and my grandpa, Papa Brad, <laughs> came <laughs> to visit me this past weekend, and it was so much fun, guys. It was just exactly what I needed because I haven't talked about it on the podcast, but I have been very homesick. Even though I'm only, like, five hours from home, it just hit me and it hit me hard, but them coming and as soon as I saw their face it literally took the rain clouds above my head and I could like see clear again and it was just so fun just showing them around town doing things with them and 
anything I do with Kathy is like my favorite thing and just showing her things that she's never seen before is my favorite thing ever and Kathy just makes everything so funny and fun and even if like I'm like we're going to the mall we do that every weekend she just makes it 10 times better because everything is just so fun to her. She got herself a fabulous skirt at J. Jill, so like, bingo. She sure did. She was shopping, she blacked out, and I told her, I said, Kathy, you're blacked out right now. So one thing about Kathy is just that she is a ray of positive sunlight. She's always happy. I've never seen Kathy in a bad mood, and even when she's going through something hard, she is like fierce about it. Like she never is self-pitying. She's just like, I'm fierce and I'm gonna get my way out of this. She is her, like, She's one of those people, and you guys will know what I mean. When you make her laugh, it feels different than making other people laugh because there's, like, serious, true joy coming from her. And Garrett's grandparents are my grandparents. Like, just this week, Brad Papa was commenting on my pictures, being, like, my beautiful granddaughter, stuff like that. And I talked to my mom about it this weekend because it gives me so much joy and it makes me feel so whole to have them as grandparents too. My mom's parents, my only American grandparents are both gone. I never got to know my mom's dad too well because he passed when I was very young and my mom's mom passed when I was still like pre-high school and everything. So in my older years, it's just really nice to be able to have them in my life as well. And I can call Kathy and she can pick my, my mood right up. And they're just such incredible, wonderful people. Like the amount of people that knowing Garrett has attached me to, like Kathy, Brad, Jenna, and all of the love in the family that I've gotten through it, it's like unbelievably incredible. And it really solidifies the the feeling of like, you get to choose your family in life. And I love my family, like my natural biological family, just as much as I love yours. And it just makes me so incredibly happy and feel so whole and I love them so much and they love you just as much like in person why when I was seeing them they're like calling you their granddaughter and stuff I was like okay y'all chill actually first of all wait I'm your grandson like let's I'm talk about baby. me like, <laughs> I'm your baby I'm your baby boy <laughs> no but I'm just kidding they love you so much Chloe and they cannot wait to see you so the holidays are coming up and we're counting down the days babes while they were here, I took them all around town, like I said. We did, like, went to the farmer's market. We went to the mall. We went to some, like, restaurants and the botanical gardens. So just stuff like that. And they were only here for, like, two days. So it was a really short trip. But, like I said, it was just what I needed. And they picked me right back where I left off. So it was really nice to see them. And one thing I want to mention before we move on from them is they discovered that I had Paramount Plus while they were here. And I watch... RuPaul's Drag Race on Paramount Plus. <laughs> so I, that's like all I use it for. But they're like, oh my God, you have Yellowstone. Yellowstone. And I was like, oh God, here we go. I said, I know all about it from through my podcast, but they've already watched Yellowstone. So they wanted to watch 1883. 1883 um, and 1923 probably. Exactly, yes, yeah, so they're all about that. And then the director or like the producer also has a show called Tulsa King and they were all about that. So they literally, they was, I would go to bed at like 10 o'clock because they were just glued to the screen until like 2 a.m. at night. So I was like, I have, I don't know what's going on here. So like, I love you guys and y'all are really enjoying it. So like, because they don't have, they only have like cable. So like they have no other options. So they were trying to binge it the whole thing while they were here. So I was like, you know what? Y'all are living for it and I live for you guys. 
but Gary Bear's been working all day, so I'm going to bed. <laughs> well, now we know what we're going to get them for Christmas. We're either going to get them a Roku TV with a Paramount Plus subscription or like a DVD player and the DVDs or whatever, because since the last pod, I've literally watched all of 1883 and I'm on to 1923 now. It is so good. 1883 is like next freaking level good. Yellowstone is still the best, but... They should know too, Tulsa King isn't even the only other show with the same writers and producers. There are more, so. Don't tell them, they're already hooked. They have enough, I swear. I cannot <laughs> wait to talk to them about it because it's just like, now I've got even more to bond with them about. I can't wait. I love it. The first thing I thought of when they said Yellowstone, I was like, oh God, here we go. Chloe Garside's <laughs> gonna be all over this. <laughs> LOL, but. Just like Chloe, I also have a visitor this weekend. My cousin, Jenna Claire, is making her way up to the big NC. So Jenna I'm super- Claire. Jenna Claire, I cannot wait. I need some just goofy, fun, like weird time. Like I haven't been around someone my age or like someone that I've known. I mean, I just saw Kathy and Brad, but like, I just want to be you, silly you guys and know have what fun. We mean. Yeah, just like have a, a good time and and I Jenna love me Claire some Jenna Claire. will bring that. She yeah. always does. You <laughs> cannot not be giggling when Jenna Claire is around. I'm so jealous. I wish I could hang with you guys. I'm ah. so excited. It's just what I need. Like, pick another pick me up. And then it's also Labor Day weekend. So I have Monday off this week. So I'm, I feel like an old man. Like, I'm counting down the days to have a day off. And then a four day week. <gasps> like, I could cry. I'm so excited. He's ready, you guys. So. That is also exciting, and I cannot wait for my FaceTime with Garrett and Jenna because I just know that they're going to call me at some point, and I'm going to get to chit-chat with them. But it's amazing. Like, I'm so glad that we've got some of these things because we both have been feeling homesick, so these are things that really make you feel better and refresh you and re-energize you and stuff like that. So I am beyond ready for our catch-up next time when we get to talk about all the fun stuff we did. I know. I'm so excited. So this isn't really part of a woo-woo or an obsessed, but it's kind of just a shout out. It's something I really want to talk about. So my other like best friend in the world that I've had for a really long time, even longer than Garrett, is my friend Megan, who I was became friends with in eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade in Michigan. And we have stayed friends through all these years. We've managed to stay friends even after I moved away. We've gotten a lot closer in the last year than we kind of were for a little while. And I'm so happy for that because she is such a good, true friend and a sister to me. And I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before. She is pregnant. And this week she is having her baby. And yesterday she had her first ever contraction. And I have like chills just thinking about it, just talking about it. I don't know if it was Braxton and Hicks because she still is not in labor, but she had her first contraction. She, she said it was literally the most painful experience she has ever had in her entire life, which freaks me out. We're not going to get into that too much, but she is so excited for birth. She loves being pregnant and we are so happy and blessed and excited to meet him. And I am so beyond happy and grateful for her and for her husband Oscar and for her whole family. I would be there if I could. Megan, if you listen to this, I love you so, so, so much. I can't wait to be the crazy freaking wild Aunt Chloe that I've always been born to be. So congratulations to Megan and Oscar. I wish them all of the best luck and the safe, healthy birth of their beautiful baby boy. And I'm just so beyond happy for them. 
Uh, I'm so excited for Megan. I love Megan as well, and she's going to be the best mother ever. So sending all the positive energy to Megan, and I cannot wait to see the little beautiful baby boy. I'm so little excited. Baby. It's oh. going to be so cute. Cannot wait. Moving on from what we've been up to, Chloe, what have you been obsessed with this past week? Okay, so... I've been obsessed with a few different things. Like, first of all, we're going to talk about this a little bit in the main course. I can't explain why, Garrett, but I've been so obsessed with Pinterest lately. Like, I just find myself scrolling. I think it's because I'm trying to, like, romanticize and, like, aesthetically, like, plan life things ahead of time because I'm stuck at home feeling sick without a car. So I'm like, let me think about better things. So I've been obsessed with Pinterest lately. I find myself scrolling on there all the time while I'm watching TV and especially obsessed with Christmas. I don't know why, but I feel like I'm just trying to like really manifest like a super happy, jolly holiday time this year. And it's going to be weird because this is going to be me and Mitchell having Christmas alone in Texas. And it's going to be the first time I'm ever going to have a Christmas like that. So, I mean, potentially there's always a chance that maybe we'll we'll get the opportunity to go home but most likely for christmas it'll just be the two of us here and so i'm trying to find ways to make it really special and you know make some new traditions just the two of us but other than that i have been re-watching a show that i don't think we've ever talked about garrett it's on paramount plus and the show is called awkward it came out on mtv years ago and i used to watch it with an ex-friend and um it's so cringy to go back and watch it now because like I'm older like when I watched this it was like the euphoria of the day and now I'm like this is so mild compared to euphoria but when it came out it was so salacious I mean it was MTV and so like I was little watching it being like oh my god these high school kids like having sex and going to parties and drinking and doing drugs and like all this stuff and now I watch it and I'm like this is so PG like what even is this yawn boring exactly <laughs> but it's kind of been funny to like rewatch it now I just wanted something kind of light and like easy to just watch while I'm feeling sick and it's just been kind of nostalgic like rewatching it and being like oh my god I remember this episode I remember all this drama and it's just kind of cool watching a show that came out like in the 2000s now because it's so different. So much has changed with what's politically correct. So much has changed with what they can and can't say and can and can't do. And honestly, I think you would enjoy it. Like it's definitely a fun, silly little watch and it's a little cringy now, like I said, but it's just a goofy, fun show. And it definitely gives me the vibes of something you would like because there are so many moments when you're watching and you're just like, Oh my god, what the fuck just <laughs> happened? Ugh. You know I love an awkward moment, so I'm so down. And now that I'm rewatching it, I'm realizing the characters that I liked back in the day are like so lame. They're really underdoing it. But there are certain actors who are like selling their characters. And now that I'm rewatching it, I'm like, oh my god, you were so good at this role. Like, why haven't I seen you since? So other than that, I've obviously been obsessed with Miley and her new release and all of the info, footage, photos, videos that we've gotten along with that, but we're going to talk about that in a second here. And I've also been obsessed with like cleaning out my closet and getting rid of stuff, like letting go of things that really just don't fit my season of life anymore. I was on the phone with my sister on FaceTime and I was showing her some stuff being like, you know, oh, should I keep this? Like, I did get this in Italy. Like, it is a special sentimental piece. And she'd be like, no, get rid of that. That looks so 18-year-old. And I realized oh. half of my closet is from when I was 18 or 19, and I'm about to be 25. 
Like yeah. somehow that snuck up on me and I didn't realize like I'm not, I don't belong in 19 year old Chloe's clothes anymore. And it just doesn't, it's not right. So I got rid of a lot of stuff, which makes room for a lot of new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hey, out with the old and with the new, it's always, a, it always feels good to just like clean stuff out. It makes you feel lighter. And like you said, just more room for some new stuff, which we love. This makes me feel refreshed. And I'm like, when I move from this apartment to wherever we move to next, um, I really just want to try and start like letting go of stuff that either I didn't pick out and I just got it because it was a hand-me-down or, you know, I thrifted it because it was cheap at the time. Like I'm trying to just actually get things that I really, really love and want to hold on to for a long time and just simplify my life. I have too much stuff. I learned that after moving across the country with all my stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, I I'm looking at I'm looking towards more simplistic life, but we'll see if that ever happens because I'm definitely a maximalist. Hey, I can help you out because you know I love nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a TJ maximalist. I love it. I love it. Well, you are obsessed with a lot of stuff. I only have a few things that I was obsessed with. My first thing is family, just because, like I said at the beginning, I was very homesick. So I'm just really like looking back and like realizing how lucky I am to have a family that loves me so much and supports me and has my best intentions at heart. I just feel really lucky about that and I've just been thinking about them a lot because now that I'm not around them, I just think about them more and yeah, I'm just really lucky for that. So I'm obsessed with that. I'm also obsessed, just like Chloe said, with Used to Be Young by Miley and the FN Cyrus. She did the damn thing once again and I think that leads perfectly, Chloe, into our music of the week because I believe we both picked Used to Be Young by Miss MC. What were your thoughts, opinions, everything about her new single? So first of all, this is an EFBF never before seen, never happened before situation where Garrett and I are picking the mm -hmm. same music of the week. But he got it first on our document and I just could not not have used to be young as my song of the week i'm sorry i just couldn't and this is one of those songs i've said it before and it doesn't happen with every song because i feel like i've said it a few times the second i heard it i felt like i known it my whole life yeah. like i just really felt like i already knew this song and i love it it makes me emotional i love literally everything about it i wouldn't change a single thing it's definitely one of my favorite songs from this era of her time right now too and I think she's getting like really deep and really honest and really real in this song. And I don't want to talk about it too much in case we decide to sort of deep dive it a little bit in like a single or a special or something later. But definitely go and listen if you haven't already. There's been so much fun social media announcements and videos and all different kinds of things about this song that are also just worth checking out. But it really makes me feel some type of way and it makes me feel... I can relate to it personally, but I can also listen to it and be like, damn, Miley, like we had, you know, I was young when she was famous. I was like one of those girls who was of age. I'm not that far away in age from Miley Cyrus. So like I was one of those girls that was of age watching her on Hannah Montana, watching her become everything. And it's just so crazy that I was so naive and I had no idea what was going on back then to now realize like, holy shit, you're right. There was so much there that wasn't necessarily done the right way that shouldn't have been done that way. You should have been given the opportunity to be a kid. 
and I can feel like a lot of different emotions and feelings coming from her but as her fans like we love her and have supported her every step of the way her true fans have and I just want to say like ultimately through all of the hardships that she's gone through and the stuff that she's talking about in this song and in those interviews that woman some people would definitely disagree with me here but that woman has handled every season of life with grace she really has I totally agree. I think this song has so much meaning, and especially now that she did those interviews and kind of gave her thoughts about writing it. It op- it, it gave me a new perspective on it, and like you said, she did so much at such a young age, we'll never understand truly what she went through, but the way she turned out and has handled herself since then, I mean, I don't know anyone that could do that like at such a young age and like just not go crazy you know what i mean like we've all seen the cases of young hollywood stars going crazy like it it just isn't for everyone and luckily miley has a very solid family and friend group that support her and is behind her always which i really think helps her but she's Mm -hmm. also very self-aware and knows herself which is very helpful as well so miley she just did it again like she's never failed us before so she gave us another bop i love used to be young and i'm getting back into my endless summer era especially the am side like thousand miles used to be young than you like that run yeah i'm into it right now so loving miley so proud of her her visuals the photos that she's been releasing for this song she's Uh. thriving like she's honestly thriving and she did address the tour rumor and she basically was like i cannot be the subject for everyone every single night where all eyes are on me it takes away my humanity and she doesn't feel like a human and that's something Mm -hmm. that she values and she says also when she's touring she can't write because like she Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like a human she doesn't have that spark anymore and she says that writing is way more important than touring is to her which i can respect and it's not for everyone she's been doing it her whole life like we just said she's been doing this since she was young so she can do whatever the hell she wants. Obviously, selfishly, me and Chloe both want her to tour every single year, but it's just not sustainable for her. So I just want to touch on that because we spoke on it before. So I just wanted to just give a little more insight on Miss Miley Cyrus and touring because I'm a little sad, but I support Miley always. <laughs> That's so interesting though, because I just want to bounce off a few things that you said. I never would have thought about it that way, but getting her perspective makes me realize it would feel really robotic to go and give the same performance every single night and have all the eyes on you and have to stand in a certain place and rehearse and learn a new stage every week or every few days. Like That's a lot. It really is. Like Props to those people who do it. Props to those people who love to do it. Obviously, going and seeing someone live and going to a concert is a really amazing experience. But ultimately, we just want Miley to do whatever is best for Miley. And I also want to bounce off of you saying, you know, it's crazy that she's been doing this for so long. And we've seen so many other stars, specifically Disney stars, who have gone down a bad path. I think that is really a testament to the fact that Miley was literally born to be this person. Yeah. This is her destiny, and which is crazy because her name was Destiny. Um, this woman is a rock star. I've said that before. I, I remember specifically turning to Garrett during the time when we did get to see her live and saying, like, this woman was literally born to be a rock star. This is her. This is yeah. her. It's not a persona. Like, nobody can just go up there and do that if it's not real. So we just absolutely 
MFing love, MC. We love her so much, guys. Ah, so good. Like Chloe said, if you haven't checked out the song yet, go give it a listen because it's worth it, 100%. But now moving into the main course, because our girl Cleo has been feeling sicky icky and she's ready to feel better. So we're gonna give you some tips and tricks on how to feel better, be cozy when you're just not feeling the vibe, you know? And honestly, probably nothing we're about to say is something you haven't already heard or thought of, but I just felt like it was time because it's really going around. A lot of people are sick right now and there are just certain things that you can do that really will make yourself feel better. And this time that I've been sick, I've been taking a more mature approach on it than times when I've been sick before because I don't have someone, I mean, obviously I have Mitchell, but like I don't have a mother taking care of me right now. So I have to be proactive and take care of myself. So these are just some tips, tricks, some things that we've, I've been doing that Garrett has done in the past that I think might help you guys. And I felt like a little cozy vid might be good for, it's like cloudy weather from the hurricane and I'm still not feeling 100%. And I know a lot of you guys probably aren't feeling 100%. So I felt like it might be a good little topic for today. Exactly. And like you said, all these sicknesses are going around right now. I know COVID's picking back up. It's about to be flu season. So these are just little reminders. We want all of our besties to feel their best always. And like Chloe said, she's been sick for a little while. So she's the best person to be giving these tips on how I'm to damn, feel better. I'm a damn pro on this at this point. <laughs> I'm on my sixth or seventh week of feeling like tartar sauce. Not tartar sauce. So Chloe, what is your number one tip to feel a little bit better? Okay, if I had to break it down to my number one tip, this is something that my mom always drove into me as a kid, and I really think it's true. I think that sleep is the best medicine when you're sick. Honestly, like the more sleep that I've been able to get, it's, it's just done wonders for me. And when you're sick, you feel fatigued anyways. So restful, serious, like peaceful sleep. And going on with that, regularly washing your bedding is also something that I think is really important when you're feeling sick. It's just getting all the icky gross like germs and stuff out of the bedding and making you feel fresh and clean and cozy. You know, use some of your favorite like softeners or detergent. Nothing feels better than getting into a bed with warm sheets fresh out of the dryer and then just falling asleep. And those are some things that I've been trying to do for myself. Um, and another thing, like if you're living with a partner and they might not be sick, I have spent a few nights on an air mattress in the living room. Mitchell hates it because he doesn't like me not sleeping in the bed with him. But there are just some times when I've been like, I need either a different physical setup. Like I just can't lay in this bed anymore. I just need to lay somewhere else. Or if you're up all night coughing or like, if you've got any kind of stomach problems and you're having to run to the bathroom for any reason like all night it's just sometimes better to just like sleep out in the living room on a couch or in a chair or on an air mattress and really like get your own good sleep i agree sleeping is the best medicine like rest is the best thing you could do for yourself and the funny thing is me and chloe both have our notes and i'm looking and we have a lot of the same things one of my biggest tips is drink some agua guys keep yourself hydrated because that right there 
it's half the battle. Yeah, and another one of the things that my doctor said when I went to see her is she was like, amp up your fluids as much as you possibly can. Like, almost drink yourself sick because the more water you're drinking, this is kind of gross, you guys, but the more water you're drinking, it thins out the mucus in your body and it helps you clear that stuff faster. Exactly. And even if it's not just water, like Pedialyte or Ensures, if you're not able to get food down, make sure that you're getting some good nutrients, some good stuff, some electrolytes in your body. And going on with that, warm drinks, like make yourself a cup of tea. I'm not talking about coffee as much because coffee really isn't what your body needs during this time. But like peppermint tea is really good for a tummy ache. Ginger tea is really good for a tummy ache. Um, There are so many different natural herbal teas, either with or without caffeine, that are so good. Sinus soother teas. And when you've got either sinus issues or a sore throat, it really, really, really does feel so good to just make yourself a hot cup of tea. And even making yourself a nice warm drink doing the act of that is doing something for yourself some self-care that'll help you get feeling better too i really believe that it does i agree 100 percent. i also think that going outside to get some sunshine is life-changing especially after you've been sick for a few days maybe even a week and you haven't even gone outside just standing in the sun for maybe 10 minutes five to ten minutes can just change everything because your body needs to be outside, get some vitamin D, be outside, get some sunshine, just have some fresh air. That can honestly be what you need. Like it can be honestly life-changing. And I think a lot of people just like Chloe said, want to be in bed. I just want to be inside and blankets cozy, of course, but just getting yourself outside for those five to 10 minutes, I think could be very beneficial. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. The first time I got COVID, I was so sick, but the first day that I could actually get up and walk around, all I wanted to do was go feel the sun on my face. And like, if you are really, really sick and you can't get out of bed, open a window in your bedroom or something, sit on a balcony in a chair with a book and some blankies, like do whatever it takes. But I really agree. Fresh air, not just sitting in the stale sick room that you've been in. It's so good for you. And you're getting those good vitamins. Like the earth is so healing. So I couldn't agree more. And I actually didn't think to add that to my list, but that is like such good advice. So one thing that I need to say, even though I'm a hypocrite about this, go to the doctor as soon as possible. Don't be like me and keep pretending that it's going to be fine and go away on its own. Like, you know, your own body and you know, when you really actually have like a little tickle versus when you have to go see a doctor. And I knew that I needed to see a doctor about five weeks ago. It only ends up making you less productive and keeping you sick for a longer period of time. I mean, I took off a few days of work just because I was feeling too sick to even go in. By the time I actually saw my doctor, she was like, you need to take a week off because you are so sick right now. For me, this particular situation really had to do with the fact that I was establishing myself as a new patient at a new doctor's offices. There were just some hurdles for me to get over, but if you can, try to go see a doctor as soon as you can even if it's like a telehealth like a video chat or something really take care of yourself because there are some things that unfortunately western medicine really just is the best thing for and antibiotics and steroids like you can't beat them sometimes so go see the doctor if you're able to as soon as you're able to it's a pain in the ass to make an appointment to miss work 
to get a ride, all those different things. Like it can be a pain in the ass, but you just have to do it because being sick for six weeks is a bigger pain in the ass. I agree. And that going off of that, stay on top of your medicines. If it says mm. take your medicine twice a day, morning and night, make sure you do it. Don't skip. If Especially if you're to the point where you're getting that medication, you need to stick to that schedule because that should be what you're focusing on. That should be your priority of over anything. So stick to a schedule. I know it sucks, but it's only a week or two. It will be over and that's what's going to help you feel better. So just stay on top of that because even if you just miss one pill, one day it's going to prolong the process and no one wants to be sick for a long time. It's not fun. Yeah, it's crazy that you say that because that's been a big thing for me. After I finally got to the doctor's office, I was like, okay, I'm going to be very regimented with my medicine because I want to knock this out as soon as I can. And that goes into one of my other notes. So for me, one of the things that has been making me feel better while I've been sick, because I've just been home alone in an apartment for a while. Like, And every time I have downtime, I'm just like sleeping. So I've been getting a little bored, like a little bit restless. So journaling or using a planner, like calling a friend, things like that have been really good outlets for me. And I've really been getting into my journal, my planner, and like a daily health planner. And it, being sick is nice because it kind of slows your life down a little bit. So you can sort of like recenter yourself on certain things. But the reason why I mentioned that right now is because I've been using my planner to track my meds and to remind myself like, you need to be taking your meds before breakfast, after lunch, after dinner, in the evening, and before bed. Like I've got so many meds going on. So that's one thing that's been helping me. If you don't like planners, set reminders on your phone because Garrett is so right. Missing one single dose can mess up your whole progress. And these are strong chemicals, strong medicines. So you really need to respect the instructions. If it says take with food, take it with food. And I'm not talking about Taco Bell. Like get yourself some good, healthy food drink a ton of water because these are like especially with steroids that's some harsh medicine in your system you will feel 10 times worse if you disrespect the instructions and just pop it without water or food and you're going to be feeling real messed up real quick yeah and i want to go off with that eating healthy food as well you cannot just be in bed eating crispy cream donuts little debbie cakes coke whatever you want that's just, like I said before, prolonging the process. Stay hydrated, but stay hydrated with the correct things. Eat protein, vegetables, lean food, things that are healthy for you. Don't stay away from the fats and the carbs just to help your body. Not saying for anything other than that, just to... Nutrients. Nutrients. You need to take care of yourself in and out. Like That will do wonders for you. Honestly, when I'm sick, I kind of really lean into healthy eating as much as I can too, because if you can't taste or smell anything, you might as well be downing a whole pot of broccoli because you haven't done it in six months. So now's probably a good time. While you can't taste it, get it down. That's true. So a few other things that I would suggest if you're a little sicky, one of my favorite things to do is watch some reality TV, no matter what it is some old early 2000s reality tv does me good gets my brain off of everything and i can just relax and it helps the time go by fast so you're not focused on being sick i also love just being cozy in bed like having some sweats on some old t-shirts just lounging i know it sucks being sick but you can just be cozy like make yourself as cozy as possible because 
that will also make you feel better. Like if you're cozy in bed, like yeah, you're sick, but at least you're making all your surroundings a Soft vibe. and comfortable and vibey. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to bounce off of what Garrett said. So first of all, with the TV shows, I always like to choose shows that I've already seen when I'm sick so that I can doze in and out and wake up and still know what's going on. Like, I don't feel like I have to stay awake to watch the show because again, part of being sick is you want to get some sleep. And I love dozing off to shows, but I can never do it if it's a new show that I haven't seen before. And also I just have like some certain comfort shows and comfort movies that just feel really good to go back and watch. So I totally agree there. And with the snuggles and getting cozy, I mean, if you have pets, snuggling with pets, snuggling with Luffy has really gotten me through this. He has been my biggest champion, just helping me get through this icky time. And it really does feel better because sometimes when you're sick, you can't snuggle with people because you're contagious. <laughs> And yeah. I mean, I'm sure I might be contagious to Luffy, but he's been holding up pretty strong. <laughs> oh, Luffy boy, I miss him so much. But I also think it's important to shower and do some self-care because we've been talking a lot about lounging around, being in bed all day. But that can make you feel crusty, musty. Real exactly. Quick. And then taking a shower can literally change your life around, even after... I wake up and go to sleep the next morning when I take a shower. It just makes you feel better. So revived. Imagine being four days in, no shower, and then doing that. Like it really can take you to like a fifty to a sixty. Like you can like it can bring you up. It can make you feel better. So I think that's very important to just try to stick with a routine of like showering, maybe trying to do some self care if you have it in you, but at least shower, wash your hair, wash your body. That can really do a lot for you, I think. I completely agree. That is my number one go-to when I'm sick. I always want to shower almost every single night or like a, a relaxing bath with some salts or some detox. I make my own salt scrub with sugar and Himalayan pink salt and honey and body wash and essential oils. And it's amazing. But really taking that time to just care for yourself, feel refreshed, get yourself clean. I feel like it also helps me mentally feel like I'm getting rid of some of the germs and the ick of the day, just wash it off. It also feels so amazing to just get under some hot water when you're feeling fatigued and your muscles are sore and you've been laying horizontal all day. It's good to just stand up in the shower for a little bit. So I could not agree more. And that is like my number one way to feel cozy whenever I'm feeling sick. I love that. You know what makes me feel cozy when I feel sick? Tell me your pillow pet. That but also listening to some good podcasts, specifically everyone's favorite best friends, EFBF, available on Spotify and Amazon Music. It's just really good and it lifts my spirits. And being on your phone's never good, especially when you're sick. So if you just put something on in the background, like a podcast or music, just so you can relax, maybe put you to sleep or something, that's chef's kiss when you're sick. That was on my list too, because I like to try and limit my screen time, especially like certain sicknesses can give me sensitivity, like eye sensitivity, like headaches, or I just get like strained with my eyes. I remember when I had COVID, I could not watch screens. It just hurt too bad. And I totally agree. I love to listen to a pod podcast. One of the other tips that I put down was like doing something gently creative. So like the other day, I was just sitting around on the floor cutting up some old fabric to make like dishcloths and an apron out of. It was very minimal work. I was not overdoing it with my body. I was very comfortable cozy on the floor, 
just listening to a podcast while I did it. And it felt so good because I had laid around in bed all day. So it felt good just to do something a tiny bit brain stimulating. I mean, if you like journaling, you like reading, you like crocheting or knitting, like those are all really good things. Painting, drawing, you can do that sitting down or even in bed. But it's just a good way to stimulate your mind a little bit when you get to that point. I feel like everyone sort of reaches a rut when they're sick where it's like, God, I cannot lay in bed anymore. I need to do something. But again, you know, listen to your body and take rest when you need it. There have been times while I've been sick where I've been like, I'm going to get up and do the dishes and I will literally pause halfway through the dishes, leave that task halfway done, go take a rest and come back to it. Because if I'm starting to feel lightheaded or dizzy or just really fatigued and tired, I just go lay down because my body is telling me I need it, you know? Yeah, you have to listen to your body. Um, also, like going into that, I've been trying to go to bed early and sleep in because obviously, like I said, sleep I think is the best medicine. But it's nice to just sort of like light some candles, get some slippers, maybe a face mask, a cozy blanket. Take this time to sort of practice some self-care and slow your life down. Since you're already feeling sick and feeling like crap, try to sort of romanticize the sick phase and pamper yourself and make everything as cozy as possible. Like only choosing your favorite t-shirts and sweats, only using the softest blankets, break out your lush bath bombs, your favorite candle that you've been saving, whatever it might be. You're already feeling icky, you're already trapped inside, so spoil yourself in whatever little ways that you can. And one of those little ways is to not just use toilet paper to blow your nose, get some tissues. Get the damn ones that have the Vicks Vapor Rub and the lotion in them because they're so good. And Mitchell and I have both been sick and we have both gotten to the point where we've blown our nose with toilet paper or paper towels so much that we've gotten like raw red noses. And now I'm like, you know what? I am too established as a human being. I have been on this earth for too damn long. I deserve tissues for my nose. (laughs) Get you some. So do you have any other good tips for us Garrett the last thing I can say is maybe to prevent yourself from getting sick exercise go outside do something physical and if you have it in you while you're sick anything even going for a swim like something physical where your body's moving I think that can be very beneficial obviously don't go lifting weights and stuff but just like be go on a walk maybe even stretching exactly stretching or like yoga in exactly yeah exactly anything just to get a little active move your body exactly that's my last tip and my last tip for while you're sick would just be you know look into vitamins or supplements different herbs and spices can be your friend do a little bit of research for which are best for your current illness but when you're not really able to keep food down or not eating, you don't have an appetite, don't have interest, you still do need those nutrients, the vitamins, all the good stuff. So that is a good time to throw in some vitamins or whatever it is. And now I just have a couple of tips for once you're recovering, because that's sort of the stage I'm in right now. And all I would really say is try and clean your bedding and towels. You know, the stuff that you've been using, obviously they should be cleaned on a regular basis anyways, but If you're feeling sick and you're starting to feel better, just wash them again so that you can get any of those, you know, icky cooties out of there. Trash your toothbrush or your toothbrush head if you have an electric brush like I do and just get a fresh one. Clean and disinfect anything that you've been really frequently touching while you're sick and continue to drink lots of water and get lots of electrolytes because, you know, sometimes I'll think I'm getting better and I'll go a little too hard and then I'll kind of get a second wind of feeling sick again. So make sure you're still doing the vitamins, 
and the electrolytes in the water, but you know, clean your space, get back to normal, sort of do a reset and get ready to get back on that horse. Exactly. We just want all of our besties to be 100% 100% of the time because we love you guys. <laughs> so, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode and maybe learned a thing or two or just to refresh your mind for this upcoming flu cold winter season because it's coming and it's coming fast guys we're already like almost done with 2023 can you believe that i I literally thought chloe yesterday i was like wait it's not 2022 anymore i'm like wait i'm like i'm out i'm like it happens to me all the time i'm like i still think it's 2021 (laughs) babe i'm in 2020 what happened during 2022 i have no earthly godly idea no clue yeah time's passing like was i even there and yeah i agree with garrett like this is the flu season all that stuff so get your shots take care of yourself do preventative measures so that you're not the one getting sick but if you are just cozy on up and listen to efbf for the whole day we've got plenty plenty of good material for you guys to binge so Exactly. And on that note, guys, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And please, if you have any friends that you think might enjoy AFBF, pass it along. Tell a friend. We really would appreciate that. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. Moms love us. Moms are our best friends. So tell your mom. (laughs) Yeah. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your uncle. He probably would love it. Um... Tell your teacher, your bus driver, your Uber driver, your pharmacist, your doctor, really just spread the word. Go around town and let everyone know the gospel of EFBF because we love you guys so much. And we don't want the flu to spread. We want EFBF to spread. Exactly. That's a virus I approve. And on that note, follow us on Instagram at EFBF podcast, where we post all the behind the scenes content and update you guys when we post a new episode. Yes, and we are available on Spotify and Amazon Music. So please download, please rate, and please subscribe. And we cannot wait to get back and chat with our besties next time. We love you for listening. Good. And oh my God, before you go, if you haven't heard Used to Be Young by Miley Cyrus, go now. Now. We love you. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. Mwah!